I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decommission. Oh, it's the end of Halloween. Uh, ending it on a uh, not high note. <laughs> ending it on a note. A note. No a one note. should be surprised. We've been pretty vocal about not looking forward to this movie in the Halloween Town series. We hopped on a sled and we just rode it downhill down, down, straight down. into the pits of hell. <laughs> yeah, so today we're talking about Return to Halloween Town, or as I like to call it, Halloween Town 4. Or as I like to call it, Halloween Town High, because I can never get them right. Yeah. Oh, on my, man. On my page just... where I write notes, I actually wrote Halloween Town High, crossed off high when I realized, and then wrote Return to above Halloween These Town. are named so badly. I, I also hate, hate that Halloween Town 2 is named Halloween Town 2, colon, Calabar's Revenge. Right. And I just I just realized that, that the third and fourth one aren't Halloween Town they 3, aren't. Halloween, Halloween Town, Town High. High. Interesting. Yeah, and then... Uh, but, yeah, we talked about this in the watch-along. Also, you can't say Return to Halloween Town when this is the first movie that takes place almost entirely in Halloween Town. Yeah. I mean, the second one was in Halloween Town, but it was it was kind of going between It was the, like the half, half and half, and then the first one was like a third. And the third one was just not in Halloween Town at all, which was really sad. That I don't remember so it being weird. Like that. But I Halloween think it should Town be... High is the worst. Halloween Town... And then return to Halloween Town because they do go back. Mm-hmm. And then they could do Calabar's Revenge or just not have Calabar's Revenge. I don't know. Yeah, just don't have Calabar's Re- Revenge number one because it's not about Calabar in, in two at all. It's about his son Cal. for some reason. That uh. Cal's Revenge. And then, yeah, and then Halloween Town 3, Halloween Town High, and then Halloween Town 4, which What university. are we doing with our lives? <laughs> Halloween Town 4, money grab. The big money grab. Halloween Town 4 is setting up for a Halloween Town 5, even though it, it sure didn't did. Happen. It sure did. Wow, that ending was so ambiguous, and I don't know what they were expecting. I've already read the IMDb trivia for this movie, and there's no information about how it was setting up for a sequel. Mind you, I don't do any other digging in regards to trivia about these movies, and I could, but I forget. So I'll probably try to start doing that, but just, ugh. The big trivia about this movie, there's two. One is that the girl who originally played Marnie, Kimberly J. Brown, was not asked to come back for the role of Marnie for this movie. It's not like she said no, she just wasn't asked to come back, and she was replaced with Sarah Paxton, who was fine, but very evidently a different person. not passable as being the same Marnie as it was in the first three. And I thought I read somewhere that Disney had said that Kimberly J. Brown rejected the role of Marnie. So that's interesting. I think that's true. I think that's true. But Kimberly J. Brown has been really open and said, nope, they never contacted me. And then Debbie Reynolds was not supposed to come back as well. And so she was going to be replaced. Her character was going to be entirely replaced as well. But she came back for just small snippets, which were dumb Oh my god, in we'll talk about that in a bit. Oh gosh. Oh man, but then her replacement was supposed to be the woman who played the nice professor and you can tell that she was supposed to be a Debbie Reynolds replacement for the movie. It's it's not subtle. Yeah. And she I was, think Dylan she even makes really a nice joke job. like, "Oh, that looks like grandma." It he does. And yeah. She turns around and obviously it's not. The only people who return to this movie pun intended are Debbie Reynolds for a small bit, the woman who played the mom, and then the, the guy who played Dylan. Yeah, Sophie wasn't Because for some all. reason we needed more Dylan. Right. We should have just had a movie about Sophie and not had Marnie or but Dylan. But she retired from acting. But the thing is, I feel like it would have been so much less egregious if they had recast Sophie. Mm-hmm. Also, they had no idea how old Sophie was because they kept talking and being like, Sophie's off traipsing around the universe with grandma. And it's like, Sophie's supposed to be like... 13 14 years old right no the whole the whole timeline kind of stopped making sense after 
the second movie. It's just like, where? At least, yeah. Okay, let me read the blurb so that we can get into our own descriptions of this movie. So this is Return to Halloween Town. It's from 2006. It's an hour and 28 minutes. Most of the Halloween Town movies have been under an hour 20, so it's really upsetting that this <laughs> one when we were was like, an hour and a half. We were like 20 minutes in. We're like, oh gosh, <laughs> we still have an hour oh. and eight minutes. <laughs> this one is rated PG, which this one, compared to Halloween Town High, this one should be rated G. Halloween Town High definitely should have been rated PG. Anyway, it's family and fantasy. Weird that this is, I think, the only one that's family. Why is this? I don't know. Nothing makes sense. I don't know. These these genres on Disney Plus are just a mess. Okay, anyway, this is the blurb. By now, everyone knows Marnie Piper is a witch. So it comes as no surprise when she wins a full scholarship to prestigious Witch University in Halloween Town. Marnie also learns about an ancient prophecy, and it turns out she holds the key to revealing the ultimate secret. This blurb is not wrong, but it's also not really that right. And also, why do they call it Witch University when there's so what? many do more call it witch creatures university. than just witches. Well, that's part and of the problem. And there's warlocks. It's not just witches. No. Lucas Grabeon, like, called himself a witch oh, really? part of the way through. Yeah. That's part of the thing. Isn't that weird? Because they were warlocks in the first movie. I don't care about men being witches. I've literally been drawing men as witches right. this whole time. But you're month. right. They called them warlocks in the first movie. But they called them warlocks in the first movie, so it's just kind of like continuity problems. So, okay. This movie is... Marnie is deciding to go to college in Halloween Town at the prestigious Witch University. And for some reason, Dylan goes with her because Dylan graduated early and skipped a grade. But when did he skip a grade? And when did he decide he wants to be involved more in Halloween Town? He's always been like, I want to be in the real world pursuing something there. That was always the vibe he gave off. But then again, the mom's character changed over the the Halloween Town series, and so did Marnie. So I guess yeah, but she got better. The mom got so much better. Got worse, especially in the third movie. (laughs) So bad. The mom was the best character in this movie by far. Funny because in the first one we're like, oh, she's awful. She doesn't listen to the kids. Oh my god, yeah, I know. And then this one, she's she's so funny, and she's like, she really she uses magic all the time, and it's it's fun. And every time she was on screen, I was like, yeah, the mom. And then we'd go back to Witch University and I'd be like, no, boo, hiss. (laughs) So they go to Witch University and they get there and there's a rule that nobody can use magic unless they're in class. And that was in the handbook that Marnie didn't read. And then there's this professor professor that hates Marnie and he picks on her. And there are these three sisters called the Sinister Sisters. Wow, that's hard to say. The Sinister Sisters who use magic all the time, but they get away with it because it turns out their dad's evil and the professor is evil. And oh no, surprise, the headmaster is also Everyone's evil. evil. <laughs> Everyone's evil, and they're part of this coalition to break down the Cromwell power. Surprise. And nothing else of importance happens in the middle. Lucas Crabiel is in this movie again as Ethan, and there's a weird forced romance between them. He tries to tell Marnie that they're all in that dominion group and she doesn't listen she goes no you're wrong they want to support me despite the fact that they've been so mean yeah they want to support me even though they've been so mean to me up until this very moment uh and then the and then they end up (sighs) end is so convoluted they want to open this box that they found underneath the school, which was an old castle back when Halloween Town started only a thousand years ago, which is the most baloney timeline. It's so bad. Right. So anyway, Marnie ends up going back in time to meet her ancestor, Splendora Cromwell, who turns out to be none other than Aggie. her grandmother. Agatha Cromwell. Her name is Splendora Agatha Cromwell. And when we were watching it, I was like, all right, who's this going to be? Because in my brain, I was like, there's no way they're going to make this Aggie. There's no way. I was like, okay, this is going to be... Her great-grandmother. I was like, it's going to be her great-grandmother, or it's going to be... Or the... Her the sister of the great grandmother. Why can't I think right. of what that would be called? Ah, uh, your great great aunt. Great aunt. Great great aunt. Okay. Or it's gonna be. Or it's gonna be her. Like literally, she's reincarnated or something. I was like, really? They're going with that? That's their angle? So you're telling me that Aggie is at least a thousand and a half years old? 
Right. Like, that's ridiculous. How old is their mother? How old is their mother? Like, I'm so... This is another part where the timeline just... It doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense. sense. It doesn't make any sense. And then, okay, she gets, she gets the, she knows what's in the box now. And it turns out to be this weird amulet that apparently the Cromwells make that allows you to control people, which seems like a baloney thing that the Cromwells would never have. Oh, I forgot to mention that Splendora is also the queen of Halloween Town, which is stupid. And then... Which, how did she end up not being the queen? Did we figure that out? My guess... No, it was never explained. But my guess is that as queen, she decided that it should no longer be a monarchy and that she decided okay. that it should be a democracy or whatever they decided it. Mayor, dumb. Right. And then that's when Calabar takes over as mayor in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aggie just has... Well... She ended up having power over him, but yeah. not initially. So weird. weird. This timeline is just a nightmare. So anyway, they go back, or, or Marnie goes back to present time, and this council, she realizes that they are evil, but then she... This ending is just a mess. It's so confusing. She somehow convinces them that she wants to do what they're telling her, but then it turns out that her friend, who's a genie, can do this other thing and so they they quote-unquote destroy the amulet or at least it looks like they do because there's like fireworks in the sky but then it turns out at the end that marnie just stuck it in a book in dylan's dorm and then he just sticks it in the library and he's like "Ooh, i wonder if anything will happen with this and that's like the ambiguity that there's going to be a sequel right no, there was, was really no funny, closure that was how they were like marnie's i think glenn is the one who's telling Dylan. Yeah, mom. She's going to give it to the person she trusts most. And then the camera shoots over to Marnie walking away with Ethan. We're like, is she going to give it to Ethan when she doesn't so even weird. know him like that well yet? But then you see at the end, she gives it to Dylan. It's like, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. But why did they go to the shot of her so walking bad. away with Ethan? The only thing <sighs> about the end that I did appreciate was the part where Ethan is like, I had to renounce my powers when my dad, who was the main villain in Halloween Town High, had his powers revoked. So it turns out that Ethan is just a mortal, which is really sad, but also really nice. Ethan is the second best character in this movie, also. Mm-hmm. But that's like why he can't use the broom that they use. But then the Sinister Sisters also get their powers revoked because they're... Their dad was the villain and all that. Also, I forgot to mention that the woman who's the the pseudo-Aggie, who's the professor, turns out to be a part of it. I didn't write down what it was called because I was so done with the movie. But she turns out to be like a Halloween town secret service looking for any sort of infiltration on how the how, how and who's trying to, to get evil things done. That was the worst sentence I've ever said. But, you know. Right. It only took almost a thousand years. To oh, find my it, God. But... Yeah. She's like, I've been waiting 10 centuries for this. And it's like, really? It took you 10 centuries? <laughs> that's bad you guys are bad at your jobs yeah. Yeah. so okay one thing that i forgot to mention and i know i'm gonna forget about it if i don't talk about it, talk about it now is that this has actually this doesn't have anything to do with return of halloween town it has to do with halloween town high which i was gonna mes- mention in the last episode but then i was like eh, i'll just wait till return to halloween town something very interesting that i forgot to mention is that the halloween town high writer also wrote the scream team isn't that terrible? Uh, Doesn't that just break your heart? I'm what? so disappointed. I, I don't believe this. Is this is crushing. Because, what? first of all, Halloween Town High was two years after the Scream Team. You think that they would have gotten better. You think they would have started to just write great yeah. golden masterpieces. But no, they, they took the slippery slope down to hell. Uh, um, I don't get how someone can write something like the Scream Team that had such a good moral and such good dialogue. So good. It's such a good and script. I, I don't this. know if it was just if it was just executives looming over them going, well, this is the third installment in a very popular series. We've got to do this, that, and the other thing. There's We don't want anything too heavy. And also, the other one was too dark, so we've got to make this one G. So I don't know. Huh. But it's disappointing. I don't... I don't want to say I fault them too much, but I also can't not fault them at all. But right. I just wanted to mention that I did not, I did not skip that little tidbit. I'm, I'm disappointed in it. Don't worry. This movie, I don't even know where to start. With, I, it's gonna be a bad time whether we start with the moral or the test of time. 
If I had a coin, I'd flip it. Yeah. I have I have a, a pressed penny if you want me to flip that Heck for Heck yeah, us. flip that pressed penny. What's, what's see, pressed have, into I it? Have, let me see. I have four up here. We'll see what I randomly select. Oh, House on the Rock. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Plain side or pressed penny carousel side? The flat side will be the test of time and the pressed one will be the moral. Okay. We got the pressed one. We're talking about the moral oh, first. Oh, crap. <laughs> I would have said that to any Curse of them. you, pressed penny. <laughs> I would have said that to either of them, though. I would have, That's I, true. I think Test of Time might have been slightly easier, but it's like, I don't want to do the moral because this movie... It didn't know what it was trying to say. Oh, that's the one thing that I, I forgot to talk about after we were done talking about the plot. One thing that's never resolved in this movie is the fact that they're not allowed to use magic on the campus because it's only been a witch. It's only been the witch university that allows any type of Halloween Town resident to come to the university since Marnie opened the portals at the end of Halloween Town High. So it's only been a year. But my question is. Are they going to keep it so they can't do magic? Because the reason that they, they don't do magic is because witches are so much more powerful. And so it makes all the other people uh, at a disadvantage because they can't just magically do their homework. But it's it's a hindrance to people with magic. Right. It's like if Hogwarts opened their doors to muggles and they're like, well, we can't use magic anymore. So yeah. So it just makes no sense. It was a weird, not that I'm saying they shouldn't have opened the doors, but it was just like that. There's no resolution to that. There's no res- resolution of like, which university welcomes magic of all kind again? It just, right. I thought about that. Well, they were probably going to get to it in the fifth movie. Oh that imagine if there had been a fifth made. movie. Oh, just geez. imagine how terrible What would it have been, been named? Halloween Town 5. Here Halloween we go Town again. <laughs> uh, Halloween Town 5. Sci. We swear we're not racist anymore. <laughs> Halloween Town 5. We swear there's no racism here. Halloween Town 5. Calabar's Revenge two. again. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween Town Cal- 5. Calabar's Revenge. Hall- Calabar's re- uh, Return to Halloween Town High. Calabar's revenge on the return to Halloween Town High. <laughs> Calabar, uh, Halloween Town Five. All magical lives matter. Oh my gosh. Anyway, anyway, we could name <laughs> terrible, we can terrible Halloween that. Town Five titles. So Sarah and I, before we started recording, were talking about how neither of us have a moral for this movie. Well, yeah, you said I hope you have something good because I didn't think of anything that's that great, and I said I was thinking the same thing. The problem is, I think there's not really... There's not a clear moral. Maybe they tried, but we didn't pick up on no, a whole lot that they were trying to do here. the only thing that I could pick up on is that free will is important. That's the only moral that I have, is that people should have their uh, own free will. They should be able to... And it's not that they should be master of their own fate, because it's like, Marnie's not master of her own fate. She has to do what Splendora told her to do and what the other people told her to do. <sighs> Don't follow orders. It's okay. It's not it's okay to break the rules because she doesn't really break the rules. It's like, I don't, it's like they had, they put a bunch of morals at like a starting race line and then all of the cars broke down halfway. Right. Yeah. Cause I have, I have two things. I have, well, actually three things. Don't force your views on others is one. Mm-hmm. Two is believe your friends. <laughs> Just because no one ever believes their friends or their kids in these movies. And um, three, you mess up sometimes and that's how you learn. Those are yeah, the I wish that was the moral. I wish that was really what I was going for. <sighs> I think that's one that Gwen even said as a quote you mess yeah. up sometimes that's how you learn she said that to marnie like but did she learn do you know the weirdest thing is this isn't even a be yourself movie there's no be yourself in this there's nope. no believe in yourself nope i guess it's like trust the truth i guess but yeah i, don't, I, don't... I guess we're gonna rank it low because oh it's gonna get dylan garbage. doesn't trust that the sinister sinister wow you're right that is hard to say sinister, sinister sisters. sisters yeah he crushes on them the whole movie and even at the end why is dylan such a lech they make dylan into this all he is is just a girl crazy kid which is he's not good at playing 
And mm-hmm. it's, it just doesn't work. <sighs> I'm trying to think of something. I did I did some digging, like trying to find a proverb, trying to find something. If someone has a better moral than whatever garbage we're going to spew out, please send it our way. It's the same situation as now you see it. But now you see it didn't even try to have a moral. Now you see it just yeah. just had this skeletal story. This one, it was like they really were trying to have a moral is it of something like, there's part of it's like well it's either it's like being normal is okay but that's not really what they were trying to do uh believe in the power of good 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 conquers evil that's the moral of this movie it probably is yeah good always conquers evil that's what i'm sticking with i'm sticking with good right. always conquers evil we'll stick with that it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's the most basic movie moral on the planet and this movie doesn't even do it well yeah. Because good doesn't even conquer evil. Good just somehow deus ex machinas itself into winning. <laughs> yeah, throwback to the last movie. Yeah, oh my god. Throwback to... Second, second, second movie. movie. That was the second movie. The third movie also had a deus ex machina. They all had deus ex they machina. Did, yeah. <laughs> oh, going to the list. I know we have Now You See It at a, a, a zero. Zero. And we have... And, and we have uh, Now You See It's a one. Xenon Z3 as a one. And Halloween Town High, Halloween Town High, we gave a three, which I think is so generous. Wow, we were we were feeling real generous that day. And I really want to retroactively, because even when I was editing it, I was like, we gave this a three. I wonder what our reasoning was. It. I don't know. I don't. I do know, but I don't remember exactly. I think we kept saying like, if it was, if it was something else. It would be lower, but, like, because this quote really does apply to a lot of people, I'm going to bump mine down to a two, and I don't care what anyone says. And I'm doing that literally right now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're a two now. What's crazy is that we gave the moral so much higher than the... Or we gave the moral such a high score compared to the test of time, which I gave a point five, And I was I like, did I just one. flip those? And it's like, no, I didn't. Do you want to change your three... Yeah, I'll I'll just go down a half and do a 2.5, but I'm trying to debate with this movie how I want to rank in comparison to that. I'm the the moral in that movie was so much clearer, which is crazy to say because that moral was not clear. <sighs> the thing is this moral wasn't even as clear as Frenemies. But the thing, I still haven't done it. I got this job and didn't do it, and I still haven't re-listened to the episodes, and I know I can, and I'll do it. I will. I promise. Same thing about updating the Twitter. I will do it at some point. I wish I remembered what the Xenon moral was. The original Xenon? No, sorry, Z3. Z3. Right. I wish I remembered what the Z3 moral was, because I feel like this is similar to that. So I think that I'm going to give it a one. Yeah, you're right. I wish I could remember, too. I might do this one as a one point. I feel bad doing a 1.5, but it's just so generic that I feel like, of course, they did it. And well, that's not even an OK job at a 1.5. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go under front of me, but a- above Z3. So I'm going to do a 1.5. That's fine. I was waffling between a one and a 1.5. So you doing a 1.5, it's fine by me. Perfect. Yeah. And that's all I want to talk about with the moral. I'm sorry if anyone's going to be really disappointed, but this movie, we'll get to it later, obviously, but it's like, it's not a movie you want to talk about. It's not a movie that is interesting to talk about. It's not a movie that we're going to recommend to watch because it's so bad it's good. It's just bad. It's not offensive. We will say this is far less offensive than Halloween Town High. How Ever, the people of color are the villains again. Again. The Sinister Sisters are Asian and their dad is Asian and they are the villains. And they are the only people of color besides the girl who plays the genie and the fact that, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of profiling uh, yep, as well. I was just going to say, like, and that speaks millions right stereotyping, there. but it's just... <laughs> this was in yeah, 2006. It's, how co- It's like the Xenon series where you just get to the third one and you're like, man, I had such nostalgia for the first movie and even the it's second movie. Money. It was all about money. 
Like, they they didn't want to make something good. They just wanted to make something that makes money. Yeah, it just loses that camp, and you're just like, oh, it doesn't even oh feel God, the same no watching camp. this. So, th- I mean, I guess this is a good transition into Test of Time, because obviously the racial stereotyping, not st- racial stereotyping, like, it is basically, like, racial profiling in a way. Where the people of color are the villains and the fact that it really is just a money grab and the effects don't look terrible. So it's the same thing with Halloween Town High where it's like a lot of the effects look good. The broom effects still look like garbage. I don't know how they didn't make (laughs) those look better. Oh my God. That castle in the back. Why did it look so bad for 2006? It looked like, so at the WB tour, there's... there's this stupid like cash grab thing at the end where you can like sit in a broom from harry potter and uh the like green screens come in the back of you so it looks like you're riding on that that's what it looks like it looked like that it looked like something that people pay money for as a souvenir right oh and the outfits marnie so sarah paxton i don't even want to call her marnie because she wasn't marnie sarah paxton blarney Marnie version two Blarney. I did say Blarney. (laughs) I'm calling her Blarney from now on. So Blarney. So Blarney. I just made Sarah spit out her drink. (laughs) I was just trying to drink water. (laughs) So Blarney is wearing just the most disgusting outfits. And also, no offense to Sarah Paxton or Kimberly J. Brown, but Kimberly J. Brown looks like a normal human being. She has a little bit of meat in her bones, she's a little curvy. She looks like a normal person, which is totally fine. And Marnie should look like a normal person. But Sarah Paxton, Sarah Paxton looks like a Hollywood starlet. She's right. really thin. She's naturally blonde, which, mind you, Blarney was not naturally blonde. She had brown hair. They dyed her hair. But she just looked it just, m- more like a movie person. And it right, just, like, it's just it you can't felt have weird. such different body types and facial features and expect people to just believe it's yeah and she didn't dress the same as marnie did in the first no movie well i obviously she's getting older and going to college so her style is going to change but not to what it became yeah it's weird that i'm looking back at halloween town one now and going you know what i miss marnie's outfit from halloween town (laughs) one it's horrible it's ugh. So the main problem that I have with how Blarney looks, which everyone else looks pretty okay. There's a couple outfits that look great. The The one professor who's really mean looks great. And the headmaster's outfit looks great. And then Ma, Gwen has really great great outfits. Ethan looks terrible. He has a giant belt buckle. And his the hair entire flips between oh, like yeah. the bowl cut he, with the long bangy stuff the and then flipping cut, up. The bowl cut or the there's something about Mary hairstyle where it's that yeah. giant gelled it's... up. Sp- it, I Oh, he looks terrible. Either he looks four inches taller or he looks so much shorter with his hair going down. So the most egregious styling problem for me, there's two. One is that Splendora is just Sarah Paxton in a blonde wig. In yep. the fakest looking blonde wig. In the ugliest, fakest looking like Halloween costume dress. Which Right. Like it's very obvious it's just her with a wig on. Yeah, she and... looks terrible. And also they only shoot them using the like twin style shooting once. It's like this one shot of them in the room. It might not be it might be a, like once or twice, but most of the time there's these like they're just shooting these intense close-ups. Where it's like chin to halfway to forehead. And I'm like, why do I need to see Sarah Paxton that up close? I don't. Mm-hmm. So that was annoying. But the most, even more so than that, is Blarney's outfit at the Halloween town party. Or not the, at the, the, the Halloween midnight party at which university. Where they curled her hair to death. And mm-hmm. put her in this like pink and orange monstrosity. And she had this crown... Like, her hair was so curled, it was, and it was only curled from, like, her, the top of her ears down, and it was, like, only under where the crown was, and it looked like someone who had never, ever known how to style hair. Mm-hmm. It, like, it was their first day on the job. Really it looked so bad. Please find a picture of this and share it on the Instagram. I People will, need to I'm see. I'm going to make note to do that. <laughs> they need to see. Oh, it's so ugly. I I couldn't even focus on anything. And she's wearing that hairstyle and that outfit 
for the last 15 or 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And this is all during the part where it's deus ex machina after deus ex machina and Dylan was turned into a dog and then he's magically turned back after like a minute. It's so dumb. We were both Ugh. really hoping that it was going to reach midnight when oh, yeah. there's a spell that makes any spell permanent after midnight. Which they we never really go back to. They never yeah. even mention that. They don't even really talk about it when Dylan's a dog. They're not even like, we only have this amount of time before Dylan's a dog forever. They just kind of go, we, Dylan's a dog, we got to change him back. But in the beginning, right. when Didn't we first... did they go into it with like three minutes left? Or am I mm-hmm. thinking of a different movie? They're like, we have three minutes until thir- midnight. I'm pretty sure it was 13 oh, minutes. Of course it's 13. It's always 13 in Halloween movies. Yeah. I should have known. But the, so when she's, when Blarney's first meeting with the headmaster, she's like, yeah, we had this spell and and it was a real problem, but we still have it. You know, one year all of the students went home as teacups and it's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Because she's drinking out of a teacup, and she's yeah. like, oh, gross, I have to put this down. Ugh. So ranking-wise, I think I'm just going to put it... I was going to be like, I'm just going to put it as a half point above Halloween Town High. And I'm like, I don't think it holds up at a, at a one. I think I'm probably going to put C3. it... C3. C3 is a two. I think that I... You know what? This is such almost like a direct comparison to Z3 for me. I'm fine with yeah. a two. Yeah, I had a, I had a two down on my my cheat that I I put things I might rank it but then we talk about it and I usually change yeah. it but I think I'm going to stick with it too I think I think it's a bit better than Halloween Town High I would not watch much. this before I watched Halloween Town High not because I mm-hmm. think the story is better or that I think that it is inherently better in any ways but it's not offensive and it doesn't make right. me sick to my stomach after the end because <laughs> it's like the acting in Halloween Town High is just loads better the high school and like the exchange kids are all really great but the fact that it is so blatantly racist is gross and leaves a slimy feeling on your skin also it does have better a little bit better effects in this movie like there is just a little bit that the two years in between did give it that boost and the costuming even though it was still really a little bit better. Bad. It's still really bad. <laughs> really bad for 2006, but <sighs> I guess compared to... But the thing is, it's just as bad as Z3. Like, Z3 looked really yeah, bad. Yep. And it's like, I don't want to drop Z3. Yeah. What year did... Do you remember what year Z3 came I out? I believe 2004. Right. So they were around the same. Yeah. They were both in the mid-2000s. Because uh, I, think, I think it was 98... 2001 and 2004 for Xenon. I think they were three years apart. Oh, man. Like I said, this is going to be a real short episode. I don't even know what else to talk about uh, at 35 minutes of recording. This is going to be such an insanely short episode. I have a Let's couple see. things. I, I can go through my notes and see if there's anything that's worth even bringing I ha- up. Yeah, I have a couple things. Uh, there was a map at the beginning of this movie that had Lake Erie on it for Halloween Town, and Erie was spelled E-E-R-I-E, which is very clever, and I like that. That's fun. I didn't even catch that, so good catch. Oh, the music. They had... They had the Halloween Town theme music in there for a bit, which for like is really one fun. moment. Yeah, but then, but then they also mixed in these modern songs. Okay, it- so speaking of the music, there's a song that plays while they're in their broom, like they're when they're on their broom, Blarney and uh, Lucas Grabeel slash Ethan. They're flying around, and there's this like weird like 2000s pop song that's like flying through the air, knowing who you are. It's so nice to be who you are, and I was like. Is this Lucas Grabeel singing? I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm like, from what I know from his voice in High School Musical, I don't think that's his voice. Yeah, it didn't sound like him. And then I looked it up and it turns out it was Jesse McCartney. Such a... I mean, I guess he was was big in the day, but why... But in Halloween Town first movies where it's just this... Right. Yeah. The first movies where it's just this theme, like this... Well, there are a few different themes, but they just use that throughout the whole movies. And then they get... To Halloween Town High and return to Halloween Town, and they put these modern pop songs Ugh. in, and it just makes it not feel again as campy as the they were trying one. to gear these towards like middle school age kids, which I get, but they didn't do it well. Also, like 
This seems like a step down for Jesse McCartney, especially in 2006, because like he was pretty big then. And I feel well, like... I wonder if they told him, this is from this great series and it's going to be a great my movie. My guess is that it was a contract thing and they were like, hey, Jesse, uh, you're contractually obligated. And he was I like, guess. no. Did he work for Disney? I don't even remember. I, he was like, no, I have to record for Kingdom Hearts, please. He did. He, Jesse McCartney has been two characters in at least three or four of the Kingdom Hearts games and he doesn't do a terrible job but boy is it a weird choice that it's Jesse McCartney Kingdom Hearts is one of the weirdest series and I've played through it twice with Ethan when I was a kid I didn't have a PlayStation or any PlayStation consoles or handhelds which all of the Kingdom Hearts games came out on except for a couple of them so I only played the ones that came out on the DS and then I bought the one that came out on the 3DS, but I never played it. And then I watched my cousins play the ones that came out like for, I think, one and two, but I didn't know what was happening at all. And I actually have a false memory about one of the, what one of the games looked like. So it was weird. But um, I have a very strong love-hate relationship with the Kingdom Hearts games because there's one Kingdom Hearts game that I really love, and that's Birth by Sleep, for anyone who knows. That's the one that came out on PSP, the PlayStation Portable, and it has three characters who weren't in any of the previous games. By any, I mean, I think both of the previous games. I think that was the third one. And my favorite character in the entire series is in that game and his name is Tara and he's a big himbo in a lot of ways but not really he's not a himbo but he she could be he's a sad himbo cuz he's a big beefy meathead but he's sad and that game actually has pretty good writing story-wise which is saying something for Kingdom Hearts games it's not like it's my favorite game in the world because it sure is not but it's 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 my favorite in the series by a landslide Mm -hmm. and it's just like the biggest problem with the Kingdom Hearts games aren't their convoluted stories it's not that they're goofy weird pun intended by goofy amalgamations of Final Fantasy and Disney games, which or Disney characters, which is just a weird thing in general. It's the fact that the voice actors that they hired for the main young cast were like C-list teen stars. So, except for Haley Joel Osment, who was Haley Joel Osment and Hayden Panettiere, who were child stars, and Hayden Panettiere actually dropped out after the second or third game i don't maybe 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 after that but she wasn't in the last couple games that her character kairi was in Haley joel osmond was sora the whole time the guy who played riku who was I, I don't know who he was but he's not very good either but he gets better at the very least which is not something that a lot of the other people do but the main problem i have with birth by sleep the game that i really like is the fact that the three main characters are voiced by three teen stars one of them is jesse mccarty who's fine and then there's the guy the guy who plays my favorite character he was logan in veronica mars and then there's the the woman who plays the the girl one she was just like a teen star who was in like maybe a couple teen movies and like some shows and she's terrible oh my god she's so bad And I don't know why they chose to do that. It's not like they were really popular. If they were like, like Jesse McCartney and Hilary Joel Osment, I get. They were super yeah, popular. But these three I don't get. Because, I mean, I I was a teen or like a preteen when those when that game came out. And I didn't know them. And it was like, I, I, I look back and I'm like, I don't think I know anyone who even knew them. <sighs> yeah. I'm actually surprised I never played those games because I grew up with a PS1 and a PS2 and I love Disney, but for some reason I just didn't know about those games. But I mean... Well, if you get a PS5... Like, your dad is into gaming, so I feel like you just grew up with more of, like, an idea of the good games that were out there was I was just like no I had I had the ones that I knew and I liked those ones, but anything that was not on a Nintendo system, I was like, ugh. I should also say that Kingdom Hearts games, you cannot play out of order unless you really genuinely don't care about the story. Like, you have to really actively not care about the story and only care about the gameplay, which is something that I don't understand how anyone could want out of these games. Their, their gameplay is the weakest aspect besides the voice acting. 
<laughs> so I played the one on the DS, which is called three hundred and seventy-five over nine. What is it called? Let me look it up. It's an it's the dumbest title. Kingdom Hearts three fifty eight over two. So it's three fifty eight slash two days. That's what it's called. Kingdom Hearts. What does that even stand for? I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> what a random title. And so I played that game. And that was the Halloween first Halloween Town Five, three hundred <laughs> Halloween Town Five, th- one thousand five hundred and twelve years and a half. Oh, over two. The first game that I played was this game in the series, and I had a little bit of an idea of who people were, but not really. You go to the same Disney worlds as you did in the first couple games, but they're empty. There's no characters in them because it's all like a hollow shell of the world and you're just looking for someone. So I was like really excited to meet the Disney characters and they're not there. And maybe like some of them are there, but for the most part, the worlds are just, they're just reused assets. They're just reused sets basically from the first couple games, which is disappointing. And the characters in this game are pretty good as well. The second best character in the entire series, in my opinion, Axel, is in that game. And that's when he gets his explanation. Because he's in Kingdom Hearts 2, but he gets a lot more depth to him in the the DS game. So, yeah, Jesse McCartney sang a song in this movie. (laughs) And it was weird, and it was not a good song, bringing it back. So that's yeah, when the music in this movie is weird. Too. It's just like, yes. oh, the cheesy graphics. And it was doing that, the yeah, they was doing that like Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Oh my God, Marty. Sorry, Blarney says the thing that Marty says in Halloween Town One about how she's thirteen and she, she she can make her own decisions or something. She goes, "I'm eighteen now. You can't control me." And I I think I said I was like, "I'm gonna I want to turn this off. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> We're done now." That's it. That's the movie. The background noises throughout this whole movie when they're walking around campus. I don't. There's something with the sound editing that was so off in this movie. The background noises were so loud. When they mm-hmm. were talking, there were scenes, especially with Ethan, I feel like, his lines were always super quiet. Oh, right. No, it was. And also Dylan. There was that part where they were like walking down that hill and we could not understand yeah, what like, Dylan what was saying. You, I only knew what he was saying because of the subtitles. And I'm like, I, I have no idea what he just said. But yeah, then there would just be like birds chirping in the background or like just weird sounds like blowing your nose was really loud in the background and wolves howling. Oh, I just thought of a moral, another moral, not a real, not a true moral, like an accidental true moral is you're never too old for your mom. Oh, that's a cute one. Yeah, it's not the real moral, but it's it's an accidental true (laughs) moral because, I mean, Gwen was the savior in the end, really. Yep. Anyway... Uh, there's a gargoyle. There are these the, these gargoyles that like guard the school, kind of, like a la the Ghostbusters gargoyles, <laughs> and they look really bad. Not in the way that they move, because there's actually they're pretty neat animatronics, but their actual design is so ugly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they design them like that. Like they I don't just know either. they just look so off, and they don't really look like gargoyles. They just no, kind of look kinda like, like lumps. Dogs with wings weird eyes weird yeah eyes. yeah benny the skeleton that drives oh, the cab got crap, worse somehow there's oh. this rattling sound he makes that he didn't in the first couple movies and he's also definitely I just feel voiced like by someone else the way that they like moved the jaw was different than they were before. they just shook it and, around like, the expressions weren't he was fun. not it's puppeted well yeah yeah the voice was different too i don't know who voiced him yeah this time. He, that was a huge disappointment but we loved benny in the first couple movies yeah especially the first no, one the, the second one he was weird, he's, but... he's a, like a, just a gray human i wrote down bird metaphor do you know what the bird metaphor was um something about birds have to spread their wings and fly away like the kids and then the mom was at the bird bath thing is that not the metaphor she made that metaphor a lot I think it was some bird metaphor that was just really bad, but I didn't feel like writing it down because I was so tapped out. I will say I will take some responsibility. We watched this after I got back from work and I got back from work a little late. So I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like at that point we'd both just had like long weeks at work and we're just not in the mood. 
Um, the last... I have two things left. One of them is that uh, Splendora says that her uncle was... Or her dad or something was Marvin, who's Merlin's cousin. Which was the only line that I thought was funny in this entire movie. Mm -hmm. This entire movie had one funny line. One... Oh, the the slow motion. The slow motion key scene. Where it was just so slow, but then they sped it up for a little bit, and then they went back to the slow oh, mo. Is that when she was trying to unlock oh, it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was, this was like a minute and a half of slow motion of of, Mar- of Blarney just trying to turn a key. It was so Why weird. Why do we need slow mo here? I don't get it. Oh, man. If the rest of the movie had been like that, it would have been an F. It would have been a super F. It would have been so funny. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Oh, man. <laughs> The last thing I had is that Gwen said the line, you're not stupid, you're 18, which I thought was really funny and true. Yeah. Because 18-year-olds are their own kind of dumb, and I say that from experience because, boy, was I an idiot. <laughs> uh, the only other things I have, I wrote down spider jewelry because it seemed like oh, everyone so had to have spider jewelry in this movie. Everyone and their mother because Gwen also had a spider necklace or belt i can't remember it was a necklace okay ethan had the spider belt he also had a different belt that he was wearing on their broom scene bit and it was just like these baggy jeans this big belt buckle his button-up shirt he just looked so awkward and what else Last thing I have is just during the credits they just have still shots from the movie oh right i didn't even write that down that's all i have yeah. Huh. I'm done with this franchise. <laughs> well, we got to grade this one before we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I think I think that I'm going to have to leave Halloween Town High at a D minus <laughs> minus. <laughs> Because I don't think that this is as bad as Halloween Town High, just because Halloween Town High left me feeling sick to my stomach from the blatant racism. Wait, so you're you're lowering Halloween Town High to a D minus minus and Oh, I already had Halloween Town High at a D minus oh, minus. I preemptively I I... <laughs> said it at a D minus minus. Okay. So this one I'm putting at a D minus. Got you. I was like, wait. Did you change your your D minus to a D minus minus? And sure enough, you did. Uh, gosh, yeah. I guess I don't really want to keep mine the same score for both, so I'll probably do the same thing you did. Drop Halloween Town High to a D minus minus and put this one at a D minus, because we can do that. We can make a D minus minus. Oh, we sure can. It is it's not our funny rules. enough to be enough. So. So there. Yeah, it's oh god. D minus minus or an F, an F plus, <laughs> an F no, that's not I, I'm, quite I am funny. reserving. I am reserving any and all Fs specifically for, for funny ones. And that's the reason that the F in the spreadsheet, if you're looking at it, has an explanation, explanation, exclamation point, because it's exciting. Minutemen was a blast because yeah. it was so awful. So it's like we. You, we need to acknowledge the beauty of the Super F. So yeah, super. Halloween Town High is a D minus minus, and it deserves it. Oh so. man, this this series for me went from an A minus to a D minus minus. <laughs> it went from about as high as possible at the moment to the lowest, absolute lowest. How sad! Possible. They should have just stopped after the first movie, or the oh, se- even after the second sure. movie would have been fine too. Yeah, the second movie was just. And the end was bad. Oh, well, what's the decommission for the week? I have no idea. Oh, man. Hmm, You could uh, look into your family history, see if you have any, um, like, great great grandmothers that went by a different name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If they were really royalty and you didn't know it try and do something good for the week uh i try and do I would our hope decommission they would do something good for the no week. but something like something good that maybe you wouldn't normally do i know that's hard to do but like for example my my work has 
the basically we can like give each other like company money that's like it's like named after our company it's like it's all like it's almost like bitcoin in a way where it's just within the company and you can like give it to someone who does something good so like my decommission for this week is i'm going to give i'm going to give people this this currency as much as i can nice I want to say like every day this coming week, but um, <laughs> I work by myself uh, on Mondays. So, Be kind to yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, I go out of your way to do something good. That's my decommission to you. And Sarah's decommission and... to you is find someone in your family with a weird name. Yeah. Also vote. Also vote, probably... for, please. Yes. Yeah. Vote. That's that's our yeah, true you know mission. What? Screw everything. <laughs> Screw Just make everything. Sure you vote. That Don't we have be said. nice. Your decom mission for this week is to please, for the love of God, vote. Uh. Vote. Please. Please. I am begging you on my knees. I'm not really on my knees, but I'm almost there because I wouldn't be able to reach my mic. But please, for the love of God, vote. vote. Uh. Okay, decommission for for now and forever is vote. Yes, never stop voting, but never especially this voting. election, please, <laughs> please, please. I am borderline tears. Please vote. I might have to disown some of my family after this election, so I, please vote. I already have, so it's okay. Yeah, do what you need to do. Yay! Okay, everyone. Um, hopefully we'll see you in a brighter future after this God, episode. I hope so. <laughs> Okay, um, that's all for us. Next week is Teen Beach 2, not Teen Beach Movie 2, just Teen Beach 2. Don't worry, it is still the sequel to Teen Beach Movie. Why it's just called Teen Beach 2, couldn't tell you. But anyway, see you for that one. Hopefully it's a good sequel. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, it's your good friend Kira here. We are going to be skipping a week next week, so we will not be uploading on Wednesday, November 4th to give a little bit of a break between the Halloween time movies and our next movie, Teen Beach 2. And also, we really do want to emphasize to anyone listening who is able to please vote. Next Wednesday might be a good day. It might be a bad day. It might be really confusing to everyone it might just be a really confusing time and while we love what we do and we love making our episodes we love making people laugh or maybe think about something that they hadn't thought about before in regards to a decom or not but maybe the tone might not be correct for next wednesday so we're just taking a gap we'll be back the following week wednesday november 11th with Teen Beach 2. Hope you're looking forward to it, because we are, because Halloween Towns um, scarred us a little. But anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Thanks again for listening. Bye!